This is brutal power, wrapped in an elegant machine. Welcome back, darling. He got checked, the champ. Kingston Town can't win. It's going to get desperate. But a champion becomes a legend. From, from, from the cast, leaving the pool. Eight dollars months ago. Here he comes. Boom, right over the top. But at the post, it is 15, Lance Clare. She'll have to pogo stick over the field to win from there. Strike me, pinky thread at the eye of the needle. Can he stay up? Fatal closing time. All right, it's Magic Millions week, and we're very privileged to have, I'm going to say, Queensland's leading form analyst join us today. Self described. Self described. And he's told us that he's going to be giving racing and sports the A set, and he's keeping the B set. Uh, for the playbook, which we'll be filming later. So much appreciated, Nate. Thanks for joining us. What a privilege to be on here. What a, what a privilege to be speaking to you, blokes. That sounds sincere. <laughs> now, it wasn't. Uh, you've obviously been on the ground all week, Nathan. How's the build-up been to the Magic Millions? A little bit different this year because of <laughs> people trying to dodge COVID, basically. Um, you'd see on the news... The Gold Coast is supposedly ravaged with it. but um, So I think there's that little bit of trepidation there in comparison to, to others. But um, the show goes on. You've seen the yearling sale prices. It's not affecting those in any way, shape or form. The barrier draw yesterday on the beach was another terrific event. And um, I'm off to the Calcutta tonight. That's turned into one of the, the really great events up here um, on the Thursday night. Uh, no yacht this year. No, I'm not sure what I'll do about that. But um, but no 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 yachts and no official capacity tonight. So it's, they've they've flown in the big guns from from Sydney, which is a uh, great. So um, I'll just go there and enjoy the evening. Beautiful. And have you got a? Uh, will you be purchasing? Are you aiming to purchase yeah. the Calcutta this evening? How's the confidence? I- It'll be out of my price range, but I've, I've, I've been buying a few lotto tickets and hopefully, hopefully drawing Kill and Gutter in the in the Calcutta and selling her and topping the the fifty percent whack for whatever she goes for. So is that a uh, that is a lead there? You want Cool and Gutter more than you want? I mean, I suppose she's a shade of odds on because so of course she's the one you want. But... <laughs> if you go into a Calcutta, that's the one you want to draw for sure. But she is your um, uh, really... she's the starting point. I think so. I'm really interested in your thoughts on her. Um, I think Doombin in isolation, that's nothing to be scared of with what we saw at Doombin. She beat a 100-to-1 pop there who's since gone out and won but fell in, in a pretty average race at Caloundra. The third horse didn't go on with the job last week. Um, so it, it's not, to borrow one of your off-use phrases, Adam, a strong piece of form that I, <laughs> I, I'm looking at there. But... I don't think that we saw the best of her that day. The first thing James McDonald said was that she'd be better on Magic Minions Day and also that he didn't feel she handled the ground that day. It was a kind of a doughy track that day. It had rained a little bit and was sort of on the way drying out, but he felt she didn't really let down as well as she can. So I think we'll be back back to close to a good four here on, on Saturday. I just suspect we'll see a very different horse here and... Um, there's nothing of the others that I think's done anything that's better than what we saw Cool and Gatter do at Randwick. So I think she is the starting point, and now you're looking at black figures. I think it's fair enough. Yeah, okay. I think that's actually a, a reasonable point. Off the, the Doombin win, she's just one of the chances, isn't she? But off the 
So I suppose it, it just depends how you um how much weight you wanna you wanna put into that piece of form. A semi final. Yeah. Yeah, and and the commentary from the stable and you know, speaking to Kieran Ma on Tuesday morning after she'd worked there's just a really strong air of confidence. So I think if she lands somewhere in the middle of those two ratings, um, it makes it very hard to beat. The one that, to me, is improving and not, not jumping off any pages here, but Russian Conquest, I thought was pretty impressive at Randwick, and I thought there was nice improvement from what we saw at Newcastle over the 900 to, to what we saw there. So a gun two-year-old stable, I would think you can expect improvement again and gets every possible chance. So... You know, pushed at seven dollars versus a dollar eighty what it was early in the week. Um, I think thought Russian Conquest was very easy to back on both totes. I think she's the um, yeah, I agree. She's the easy, trendy. Pick. Yeah, she'll no, be the trendy, trendy pick, sure. pick to have against the the obvious one because you know, I mean, no one wants to stump up for the obvious one, do they? So <laughs> very trendy. I mean, and you're right, the forty three days between runs and then because there's nothing about the Newcastle win. Oh, that, that was awful. Was just nothing. Very basic, yeah. but there's um. Big, significant margins at Randwick, and when you claw over that form, it's pretty good. So I think that's um, yeah, she's a, a very easy bet to have. I think against the favourite. Yeah, I just I was surprised that they stayed so far apart for so long. But even after the draw, where she's drawn in, the other one's drawn out beyond the middle. Uh, that you were still getting the seven dollars there, and I don't think she's trimmed up that much to this point either. And you can correct me if I'm wrong there, but um, uh, so that's that's where I've sort of. Landed in terms of a um, a bet at this stage. Because am I being unfair in saying Miss Hellfire was quicker than the Colts and maybe she was okay last week? But really, there's no depth, is there? There is probably no depth. The second horse there was well exposed here in Queensland. What I'm wary of is that that week before form just seems to stack up every year. Five mm-hmm. of the last seven have run the week before, and you. Know, you weren't charging into Shakiro last year off the back of his oh. second at the Gold Coast. Um, he turned it around. So there's just something about that and the fact that the right stable um, and she's run a lot quicker time than what the boys did there last week. The I think she's stand out third pick. They, went, they were very slow. It's interesting. There's no Queensland flyer this year, Nathan. Queensland flyer for, for quite a few years. Um, Hootson was five years ago. Was it really? Hootson's oh, five years. Hootson yeah. feels like last year. <laughs> yeah, and then remember there was a big um, big rating boom on F Troop a year later and um, Kamikaze. he sort of come unstuck. He, he put Jonka through the rail and Sunlight just had the nice run and was, was too good for them and the right horse won that race. So, no, it's, you know, Tony Gollins are, you know, obviously a benchmark up here by, by a good way and you know, 10 years ago, he was getting horses up and running early, but now he's not into that habit. He's letting them sort of tell him. He's only had a couple of sort of two-year-old runners or a handful of two-year-old runners to this point. So he's prepared to sort of bide his time more now and um, rather than get to this mad rush of qualifying for January, which a lot of the others do. Any buzz about bright blue sky? Jamie Richards' horse, pretty ordinary in the race we were saying, was, was pretty ordinary there behind Cool and Gatter, but... Came across with a nice profile, and I love the yard. It's good that they're here. It's great that they're here. I see they're buying up at the, at the sales. I would think, based on that Doomben run, you'd be wanting a mile next time out, wouldn't you? What, what you saw there? Yeah, I think that's that's pretty true. I thought the the debut was was promising enough. Obviously, yes, 
blew them to bits, but there was probably not a, a huge amount. Although I had a look at that form, it looked okay, but um, and the figure looked fine as well. But yeah, probably ordinary last time. I, that race seemed to just collapse there late on. And well, they were entitled to run on, weren't they? Because the, there was just the time at the end was just off a cliff. Yep. Yeah. So it's hard to like one. If you, I mean, you've got to be pretty forgiving with Cool and Gatter, but at least you've got something to pin your forgiveness to, whereas the others you're sort of hard to like. That's well. right. I think you sort of just you put the pen through the others there, I, I think. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's often like that at Magic Millions two-year-old. It, we get, generally you get a really good one come out of it and maybe a couple of really good ones and then it's got that long tail to it and so you have all these horses sort of starting the triple figures and they make up the numbers and they, they cause a bit of um, angst for the, the favourite backers in trying to get the right run. But, uh, it's, you know, I know two years ago, you know, away game we had, Sort of was forty to one, which you sort of look back and you sort of think how that possibly was. You want a stakes race leading in from a good stable, but as a rule, it's it's been a pretty good race for favourites. I think they've got about a forty to forty five percent strike rate favourites in this particular race, which is well above the average. Yeah, I mean historically, it looks like it's a race that the right horses have won. Yeah, as yeah, and, yeah, and we generally, you know, last year's possibly not, but. Um, generally get a good horse out of it. You've been at track work during the week. Who's been the buzz horse? Has there been one? Yeah, I'd say away game. Um, Beautiful. James McDonald was taken with her. She worked on her own. Cool and Gatter worked with an older horse, Incredulous Dream. But uh, away game, there seems to be a real air of confidence about her. Kieran Ma described her last start as a career best. You guys can correct him if you, you wish to, but she was obviously very good behind the flying stablemate there under a big weight. She draws the two, uh, or draws beautiful gate, isotopes, first up off about 280 days, scratched on New Year's Day because they didn't want to run on a heavy track first up. She gets a great opportunity to turn the tables on, on isotope from the gold edition last year, surely. Yeah, you've got the inside word with the Tony Golan stable. How has she come back? She had colic surgery. <laughs> Didn't like a trial. Tony has said, um, I wasn't. No, yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, but, she asked, but that's that's over, that's over a month ago. Um, she's jumped out since. Um, she'd been she'd be totally charmed in the jump out, and Rhapsody Rose was third in that jump out. Um, I just think it's a task. You know, you've got that colic surgery, so is she going to come back as good as she was? Like she needs to come back almost at her absolute best, doesn't she? And she's going into a first up. Yeah, I think I think away game will start favourite. I thought away game That's was, the way. Yeah, I thought she was the best bet of the day when I did the form. So well you look at okay. her Yeah, you look at her first up run, she's jumped out with Satorial Splendor in terms of wasn't probably a length off him, and then they've just completely conceded, gone back and then just hit the line. I'm not gonna say it was a barrier troll, but it was definitely a prep run for this weekend and she went super, the figures were good, so I the late figures well, I made her my game. best for the playbook tonight as well, Simon, so oh. we're on the same page. Oh, there we go, the ace. No, I think um, I'm not, late figures first up I'm not too worried about. They're generally peaking on their run at that stage anyway. I'm worried. Yeah, you're, yeah <laughs> you you want to poke holes in anything. Yeah, especially favourites. Yeah, but I think she, she's she got a bit on them off that. See, I reckon if Isotope, well, I mean, you make a, obviously there's a query with Isotope, but she's just a better filly, isn't she? 
How am I the one who's got to make the case for the local? Yeah, that's, we get that's you that's on here to do this job. Yeah. Well, I, I remember remember trying to tip, tip the Greek god into her son back in Sydney <laughs> earlier this year, where, where he marked ten dollars at the first first go. Fortunately, when he got a second crack at it the second week, he wised up and uh, marked a shorter. But uh, look, I yeah, she's close to our best horse up here, but um, I just feel like you've got to be realistic and this will be, I would describe if he's successful here, Tony Gollan, it would be close to the best training performance of his career to get her to, to win a million dollar race first up. Um, he's turned baller into a Yeah, he's pretty good. He's good. <laughs> I'm not, I don't think there's too many better, quite frankly, given the, the, when you see the horses that he gets passed down from other stables and what he's done with those tried horses it's quite incredible um but this uh, he likes to set himself a challenge but i'm saying that this is a challenge yeah Yeah, no doubt i just look at the form there and i see two runs in sydney last prep that i think both both win it yeah i think runs it to either of those and she wins it and i maloney hit the deck before that and the start before that she rounded up away game and spat her out doing cartwheels i mean kick the snot out of her Kicked the snow. I mean, she's she away game thought she won. Yeah, so did so did Bossy. I'm pretty sure Bossy thought it. The if you're a computer and you're looking at isotope, you've got no idea about the surgery. So mm. you know, it'd be interesting to see what I want to be the market computer. does actually. <laughs> and so uh, you're thinking four dollars plus there, Adam, and you'll charge in. Yeah, well, I think I'll I'll just take the naive view and not worry about any of that, and I'll just say, well, isotope should be favourite. Please go the other way. Okay. Well, that's the way it's trending. Yeah. So Do you have a thought in the, the guineas? Um, some of these Sydney horses, Jamea, for instance, another one I put her in the isotope basket in that to win a 1,400 first up mm. is a tricky task. She trialed like a bomb here at the Gold Coast, yeah, but sure. I just sort of think 1,400, what's your thoughts on her? She's a funny one because the fillies in Sydney were very slow and then Waller, yes. and then Waller unearthed two superstars down in Melbourne yeah. after. <laughs> And then we're like, oh, that's where the fast fillies are. But she was the clear pick of them and she was the clear pick. Like she'd give them a start, round them up and spat them out. So while the form doesn't look that great in terms of the beaten margins, she did destroy them. I This is also not the top level. Yeah, not She's the got to beat King of Sparta. So it's not. She, doesn't, if, ha- she doesn't have to beat Animo. No, you say no. the fillies were slow. Well, yeah, but not against these. King of Sparta's not slow. No, but he's not actually run any faster than Jamea. I think the query for her is I don't think they're going to change her racing pattern, which means she's likely – I mean, it is Tommy too who's generally a little more um, how do passive. I say? passive than most. <laughs> so I think she'll be standing him up at the Gold Coast, big field. Do you want a ticket when she's near last? Mm. Where does King of Sparta get? Yeah, that's – I is mean, he in, Is he in front of her? Well, I mean – is there a bigger jockey switch in terms of passive to aggressive from Glynn to Nash? Oof, King of Sparta's going to know about it. He's going to know about <laughs> it. That run, that run first up was the most ugly third I've ever seen. It was just awful the whole way. Get back at Gosford. He peaked on it late, but I thought he was the similar to Snap Dancer racing earlier. They were the runs that you're like, okay, when you go to the Magic Millions, you'll be ready. And I think that back in earlier form is good for this level. Does he want 1,400 that horse? I thought he yeah, sort of loomed and didn't yeah. quite finish off there at Gosford. That's my niggle. That's my mm-hmm. niggle. And the, I'm going to throw one yeah. at you yep. in this race. Um, very successful formula up here has been Ignore Eagle Farm. 
Uh, Rhapsody Rose, she was backed as if unbeatable in that Eagle Farm race last time, and she was the first horse beaten. Uh, she, best was at 1,400. What'd you say? That was awful, wasn't it, last time? Awful, awful, awful. Um, the Tiger Heart ran in that. You couldn't have backed him off that, and he's given him a spanking in the Vaux Rogue. I noticed very on good these, judges uh, found Tiger Heart there at good prices, too. <laughs> I noticed on my racing and sports form lift out that the good judges there at Time Form have Rhapsody Rose right there on her best number. Uh, she since had that jump out I referred to where she was close up behind Isotope Totally Charmed. I think she can really bounce back and run a race here at $30 plus. Don't hate it. Yeah. Don't hate it. Well, you're right about the number too. That, mm. two, that two, in row, actually, two in a row, actually. Two in a row. Yeah. So, that were right around the, the right sort of mark. I have the the two Sydney horses a little bit better than that. But um, as you say, there's um, little reasons to be against or to at least be concerned about both of them. So, so is Mimi Lagarde then, what are we doing with him, given he won? What do you do? What do you do with winners off Eagle Farm, Nathan? Yeah, well, you respect them. She she'd attacked the line every every start. She she should have won a stakes race last carnival that Rhapsody Rose actually won. She was stiff there. I think she's given the impression she wants uh, fourteen hundred meters. Um, there is a bet inspection on her, which you never like to to hear. So we'll see how that plays out. Where she's drawn, you'd expect Robbie Frad will be high-fiving the crowd on the outside fence making the run. So have to see whether that's a massive disadvantage or not. Um, but she's certainly a talent and uh, big double figures. I, I can be persuaded into having something on, on her as well. I think one I certainly want to oppose in the market is I'm lethal. Okay, talk me through this. Because I thought that the closing numbers were pretty solid. Yeah, I for me, Sydney form-wise, like, Two of his three wins have been on the Kenzo. And to me, the Kenzo is similar to Eagle Farm. It's just a little bit funky. Not as funky as Eagle Farm. <laughs> I know he's got the right profile, you know, Hugh Bowman. But for me, he'd be one. Like, Starman is a better horse than him, isn't he? Yeah. And he's marked the insider. He's drawn 21 as well. Like, where does he get to? I thought he's 650. I thought he'd be double figures. I know it looked it looked good, but I don't think it's very good. Okay. Well, I was less dismissive of him. And barriers I am dismissive of in this race. I think um, it's been run 21 times this race and double figures have won it more than, uh, more than half. So I don't overplay them there. They tend to go a million miles an hour here. I think AIM and um, the name of that horse that placed in a new market doesn't win, but anyway, run second. And they came from last and second last last year and then put them to the sword. So oh, I, I could see them going. That's the one. Um, the, the run on horses get their chance in this race and, and drawn out doesn't seem to be a massive disadvantage given the record of the winners when you look through them. And it could be Tommy down the outside then, by the sounds of that. Uh, on Jamea. Jamea. I'm the, hoping she gets a stitch. <laughs> it is interesting to target it first up, I think. Yes, yes. They've had plenty of time too. Well, well she, was, she wasn't meant to target her first. So she was also in in that same race at Isotope. Was scratch. She was a late scratching that day. They were going to take on the older mares and the nudgy there on, on January 1. And she came out when it went to a heavy 10 as well. So that's why she's had the trial and, and Isotope's had the jump out. So um, one race I will talk to you about that I think has 
runs true to form nearly every year as the maiden. Yep. And you just want to pick out one that's been specifically set for. You don't want horses that have been punching around in maidens in December and uh, you know trying to win their maiden. Then you want something that's been put away and lined up for. It. And I think this looks a Team Snowden benefit this race on Saturday. We can back both of them. Devil's Throat's been gelded, draws poorly, and obviously warmth has been well found by the market. But mm. I'll be backing both, and um, I expect to be collecting. Your thoughts? Yeah, well, it's interesting you mentioned Team Snowden. We are talking about it earlier. They just seem to be humming now at the right time. And, yeah, it certainly looks a target race. I was surprised. I know warmth has tried really well. I was surprised she came up as short as she did. I was hoping she'd be a yep. bit better. But interesting to see what price she starts on the weekend. Because on form, I don't think she's entitled to be that short on exposed form. Mm-hmm. Devil's Throat, had he drawn a gate, I'd say he would have been favourite. But, um, yeah, I think... Those two. The interesting one for me, I noticed following the form during the week, um, Chartbuster looked to trial really well at the Gold Coast. He beat the winner during the week, Royal Rebellion. Is it any very chance? much so? And he worked. He worked with um, the Besudden horse in the two-year-old on, on Tuesday morning and left him or well, spaced him, is one way I put it. Um, Kusak's the horse I'm trying to think of. So he he's obviously going really well up here, Chartbuster. Yeah, I thought seven for one that trialed as well as he did. Only likely race, obviously a key target race for him. Yeah, I thought he was the one that I was like, oh, seventeen dollars, I could entertain him at a bit of a price. Yeah, I had him third pick, so maybe yeah. I'll have to rephrase my my saying the, the Snowden benefit too. <laughs> Very <laughs> confident you were collecting I, just a minute ago. Yeah, well, I mean, to be honest, uh, I I never really want to find Team Hayes if I'm being honest, but I thought. You know, given the trial forms already worked out, I thought, oh, maybe you are. And on ratings from form last time, he's actually not that far off. Um, yeah. So. But Devil Strokes, the one I think, I think he's trialled super. I just yeah. really held together, coiled up. And look at the barrier, and yeah, there's no other jockey you'd prefer on than, than the one he's got. So um, they'll go hard here, and I think I can just see him getting back and really hitting the line. So I'll stick solid at him. This is the mark. This is the weekend you want to back J Mac too. Off duck egg last week. He's due. He's due. He's due. So we can't let you go. I yeah. know you've got to go. Mm. We can't let you go mm. without a uh, quick comment on where you've got Kementari in the cup. Well, I found like I had him last time, so I feel like take the money I've, and run. That's that's it. I've got to mark Kendall as a field. That's that's where I'm at with that that race at the moment. I just. It's impossible. I feel like it's a dartboard race. So I don't know if that's sitting on the fence for you, but he is $5 in the market. I've got a $10 a field, so I couldn't be playing at, at that. You? No, I don't think that. I haven't priced it, but I don't think that's um, unreasonable. Is there any uh, inside word or any local knowledge you can give us about Bo Rossa, who was just a run first up, but I think you could be pretty forgiving. I see that he's tried since. Because if he got back he's to the, one, the best, yep. then, then I would mark him favourite. I've marked him on top. Um, I like the fact he goes from 1,200 to 1,400. He gets weight off both, both Kementari and Apache Chase. You couldn't have either of those winning a Group 1 weight for age race, which he was stiff not to do during the Melbourne Spring. He was playing, but it was just that, you know, it was that funny track where it was sort of starting to, um, where was it? January, he was the, the week before on the Boxing Day race with that, that sticky track I spoke about was starting to race. He may not have just really let down there. Yep. Um, 
up to 1,400. I, I see him rolling forward. There's a lot of pressure there. Like, Patchy Chase has to come from wide out to, to set up the speed. I see him going forward, getting across, and, yeah, he's the one I've landed on on top. Right? Yeah, I think if you can make – I think the the way into that race is to find a, a strong case for the – you know, a spike off the first up run, which you've done a reasonably good job of making. So if you can get him up to – I've got those – at least, at least the um, behemoth run there in the group one. Yeah, that'll gee, that'll stretch him. I would, I would say. I like Oscar Zulu as a horse, and I thought he yeah. was terrific first up, but this might be a little bit too rich, maybe. Yeah, no, I'll have worse that style of, mm. Yeah, that style of horse isn't hopeless in a race like this because you know he's probably catching these other ones at the right time after they've had you know spring campaigns, and and he's sort of fresh and new and on the scene and up and going really well. Yeah, I big, thought big. the first up run said, I'm going to win a lot of races this prep. I just didn't know he'd be going straight to a million, million yeah. bucks on the coast, but he's um, <laughs> he's a good horse. The big plus for him, he's got out of the Sydney stable. Oh, the, the out-of-form Sydney stable? The out-of-form Sydney stable. What's oh, going on? They've only had 25 winners in the last three weeks. Yeah, so out of sorts. <laughs> he's, he's won two races on this day for each of the last three or four years in a row, I think. Yeah, he... Um, You'd be surprised if he doesn't get a few there, I'd say. Yeah, this Chris Waller, he'll take off. Yeah. <laughs> he'll do all right. <laughs> now, Nathan, do you have a best bet for us? Well, your memory's short. I did say I was with you with uh, away game, so we'll we'll go there. Just wanted, um, just wanted another push from you, that's all. Just to reiterate, Adam sort of punched a few holes in that. He does um, that all the time, don't worry about that. Well, you can you yeah. guys can make a way game your best, and I'll have the best horse in the race and the the good local, the champion local. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. Is it a concern that the local doesn't want the local? That surely ringing alarms in your head. Just makes me all the more <laughs> <laughs> double all bets. But, yeah. It's good that they respect still there, mate. I appreciate it. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, thanks for joining all right, us. Well, now. I'm going to get to the Gold Coast track and. Um, do some playbook for tonight, but it's been a pleasure, guys. Yeah, thank uh, thanks for taking an interest in our little little state of Queensland up here. It's, yeah. it's just a nice change. Tiny little backwater carnival you've got on Saturday. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> All, right. All right, guys. Thanks, Nathan. All the best. Cheers. Cheers, bro. All right, that was Nathan X will be joining us looking at the weekend's racing. Anything else you want to add, Adam, or are we done? No, we're done.